You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Come on, girl. Yeah, it's me, Jackie Mouse. Hello and welcome to After the Show. Did you like that song? Or do you like that song that's playing underneath us? Lovely. I, I, I can only hear it in my imagination. Well, you can hear it. <laughs> I think it's one of your favourites. Anyway, it's uh, Sunday, May the 25th, and this is After the Show number 19. Can you right. believe it? We've nearly been doing this 20 When I saw that, I was like, no way. And I was going to say Happy Memorial Day, but it's not Happy Memorial Day. No. It's more... Memorial it's, Memorial Day. Day. it's Memorial Day. So we should uh, remember people. People who have passed, veterans, etc. Moment of silence. A whole okay. moment? Yeah, that, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on from our moment of silence, this week we're taking a look at, now this is a, even though it's got a short title, this uh, disc, it's called Semi-Pro, the two-disc unrated Let's Get Sweaty edition. Uh, it's a 2008 movie. It is going to be released on Tuesday, June the 3rd, which is two weeks away, I believe. Two weeks away. Hmm. And, yeah, we got this one on a nice early sneak peek. It's a Blu-ray disc from New Line, so thanks to New Line, but it's also available on DVD in a standard edition and the sweaty edition. (laughs) Uh, If you're not interested in the extras, you can get the standard one. Um, No extras? On the normal one, not. Nothing? Well, just... No, not as far as I know. Okay. You get the sweaty two-disc edition if you want the extras. Um, And synopsis. Synopsis. Uh, The ABA. Not that this is a series. The American Basketball Association in 1976 was about to find its uh, gritty end. And this is a comedy version of when the NBA gobbled them up and basketball changed forever. And it's a story about a man who owns a team. He made a song that was like a one-hit wonder. Jackie Moon. It's Jackie Moon, who is Will Ferrell. He's, you know, big promoter guy. And, of course, he's got the downtrodden team and wants to make them into winners. And then there's a comedy injected in there with lots of ad-libbing. And, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, well... If that's the synopsis, let's move on to that's the, the synopsis. let's move on to the story, which is essentially the same thing, but longer in a bit more detail. It's like other comedy sports movies, like Blades of Glory. Oh, so it's like other sport movies. Well, this one in general. A, this one has a bit more of a serious. All other sport movies I mean, have the same premise. This one isn't a serious movie. It's silly, right? Mighty but, Ducks. But this one is based in reality a little bit. Cool Runnings. Well, that one isn't, but this one is. Because <laughs> while I was watching it, I had no idea, but this is really based around the real... Well, that the ABA really the a- existed. That the ABA uh, merged with the NBA at some point. And, 1976? Um, and some of the teams got disbanded and some of the teams went... On to be big NBA stars. Yeah, like so. the Celtics, I believe, and the Spurs. And this... Um, ABA seemed like more of a serious basketball. It was kind of like there was the ABA, there was the NBA, and then in between would have been like the Globetrotters, right? The ABA had like a showy element to it, it seems like, well, according the to the movie. Globetrotters were members of the ABA. And the Globetrotters, I don't think so, Globetrotters were their own thing. And the Globetrotters were just an entertainment thing, but they had all the flair, right? Crazy flair and playing basketball and goofing around. So I think the ABA was sort of the real basketball version of that. It looks like to me, in the extras and stuff, and in, well, the, in the movie. To me, the actual ABA looked like serious basketball, like really serious. Um, I mean, there was a lot of showy stuff, but mm. the actual they basketball... They play basketball. They, they were real players, like. Whereas the NBA was the money side of it, wasn't it? Like, um, when they tried to take it and make it mm. a big sport that people could make money from. 
I think the ABA had that in mind as well, but it was just different. It seemed very low, it was like a low, low budget, rent. low budget NBA. That's what we're going to call yeah. it. So the story is nothing mega, and it's got silliness. It's the same on story it. as anything. Dodgeball. Yeah, they've always got a message, as we know. Yeah, and uh, this one does. Pull together as a team, and everything's going to be all right. But this one has a lot of hilarity. Yeah, it does. So moving, well. That story, pretty much. Maybe it does. Too. It's hard to describe because it's just funny. We'll probably talk more about the story while we while we yeah. talk about the cast. So, this is a Will Ferrell movie. I mean, he's the star of the movie with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, but Will Ferrell plays Jackie Moon. Right. Um, what do you think of Will Ferrell? He's he's the same in every movie except for that one. But that's it wasn't not, the same. But that's not bad, right? <laughs> it's like not it. a bad thing. It fits, you know. Because one of my favorites is Anchorman. Yes, and this has this has a lot of Anchorman. Of course, totally. And in, in fact, this has more Anchorman than Blades of Glory did. That was a bit more straight up kind of. I think you partially that's adult. because of the seventies. This one's more thing. adult as well. It's seventies, you know, totally got the vibe of the seventies. If you want to go back to the story in the movie itself, totally captured. I think the seventies, all of it, you know, with a little bit of gloss on it, but totally every scene. I looked really close at the clothes and the setting and. And they showed TV clips with the TV and everything. It did a real, I mean, authentic, I think. Yeah. And I was there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so was I. I was watching loads of ABA games during the <laughs> I was watching ABA, but I was there and watching, you know, so I I thought they really did a good job. So, yeah, Will Ferrell's doing his, he, pl- he plays this Jackie Moon character. He's doing his, ad, his what he's famous for, his ad-libbing. His flair. He's got a lot crazy, of. Crazy. Well, yeah, same character as he's done for a long time, but. Like I say, if you like him, you're going to like it. Yeah, his characters always have an element of desperation about them. Like, like there's always something he really needs to achieve big time, and yet really genuine and, like... Awkward. Yeah. And this one was funnier than others I've seen with him in. You reckon? Blades of Glory, I, I thought it was okay, but it was a bit too madcap. Yeah. Um, Anchorman, it was really madcap, but it had... My kind of so do, do you put, like, Anchorman at the top of the Will Ferrell scale in comedy? I'm trying to think of everything he's been in that we've seen. So, yeah, Anchorman for me. But I'm trying... What else? Apart from Blades That one's seri- more serious one. But it wasn't Oh, comedy. Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. That, that was really good. Yeah. But that's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, this, st- this style is... Uh, but, oh, yeah. uh, Talladega Nights. I think that would be at the bottom like of the scale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but it's the same thing. But that too. was the same thing. It's another sport that they can cover. And then... There was not a Will Ferrell movie, but there was one about ping pong, and there was one about... Dodgeball, like I said. They've all yeah. got the same theme. It's like they take a template and... There's an American football one? Yeah. Probably. The one with The Rock. What we watched. We reviewed it. Yeah, but that wasn't Game really plan. a sports movie. No, but it had no. the same kind of vibe. So, Will Ferrell, if you like him, this won't do anything to... This will just... Yeah. You'll like him even more. And if you hate you'll him... You'll like him more, you'll like him the same. There's and if you hate fantastic. him, it, this won't do anything It doesn't, like, him. elevate him to any higher comedy genius or anything. It's just the same. But it's definitely funny, and you can tell it's a lot of ad-libbing. I laughed I like. a lot. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I actually laughed at a lot of the little things, and not just him. I mean, everybody and everything, and I just thought... It was pretty, funny. well, funny. Uh, so, the second person in the movie is Woody Harrelson as Monix. Yeah. Um, he's, you want to explain He's like the tough guy who's played basketball forever. He just got traded from the big league team, big league, the NBA team that he was on to this team for a washer, a washing machine. So he's kind of at the tail end of his career. He's pissed off all the time and he fights a lot. You got, that's kind of introduced to you right away that he, he's angry, you know, and, um, then through the story we find out he has a love interest there in Flint, Michigan and. That's a very side story, that love interest. Yeah, it, it almost seemed like unnecessary. But kind of, there was some funny moments out of it. True, but it was, it was completely, it wasn't a big part of the end or a big part of no, the it wasn't, story it wasn't. at all. She, in fact, the lady, she didn't really need to be in it, did she? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, um, but, but I liked Woody Harrelson. But Woody Harrelson, uh, in, there's another movie, Kingpin. Yep. Another sports yep. movie. Um yeah. White man can't jump. It's very similar to that Kingpin character. It's because um, that character was desperate and yeah, kind of good at what he did. 
but it was a bit odd. Yeah, so I, exactly. I feel that Woody Allison brings that easily to you can. And he's not a madcap comedy guy, but he's so intense that when he says something that's supposed to be funny, it just seems funnier. Yeah, and him. there's actually a couple of scenes in this. Now, there's not much drama in this, but a couple of scenes that Woody Harrelson are in are actually the serious parts yeah. of the movie, and he pulls them across good at Yeah, them. totally. Yeah, you know, the speech. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Don't want to spoil it. Um, the and- basketball speech. Yeah. Oh, that's a big spoiler. <laughs> Andre Benjamin, uh, otherwise known as Andre 3000 from Outcast, um, as Coffee Black. Yeah. He, He's good. I always like him. I like him every single thing. So Yeah, we saw him in that uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Um, Revolver, was it called? Was it? I the, thought he was in Four Brothers. He was also in that, but he was in the Guy Ritchie movie too. The one with... Uh, oh, where he was the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. No, no, no. Yeah, he was in it. That's yes. all. He was in Revolver, yeah. Yeah, he was he was good in that one, too. I just mm-hmm. I like his, his charisma, like they say. I like his voice. I like the way... I mean, in this one, he had to go from not knowing how to play basketball at all to being the star of... I mean, in real life, yeah. to being the star of this basketball team and, like, smooth with his moves and stuff, And you know? he's got quite... He's quite funny, too. I think he's really funny. I yeah. like I like him. So... And he gives a bit of credibility to the... To that part, he's not like a crazy comedy guy, and he's not like serious actor. There's just something when you, if you don't know who he is, I think that you're, you're. It doesn't matter almost because he's really, yeah, kind of holds his own. Now the guy with the cast, he's a famous guy. Why was he was only in like one scene? I forgot to put his name on the list, but I mean, you know the guy I'm talking about. No, yeah, you know he had the cast and he got shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a famous guy. I don't know his name, though. I don't either. But I'm saying. From Anchorman, right? But he was yeah. only in that movie. Is he from Anchorman? I don't think so. He's from something. You've got IMDb. It doesn't say guy in the cast, unfortunately. <laughs> so I don't know who he was. Um, so, uh, Andy Richter as Bobby D. See, I don't know what the big deal is about him. I don't know. A, what, I don't watch comedy He's central. on a lot of comedy central yeah, stuff. See, he I had his own show. I find that. him to be quite blah. But, hey. That's just me. I imagine if you're a fan... See, he had a big show on The, the World According to Andy Richter, I believe it was called. Don't know. I guess if you like him, you'll yeah. you'll like to see him in something. But to me, he's never... He's not funny in this one, is he? He, he doesn't really have anything to he's work He's kind of a though. straight man, though. So yeah. he's not trying to be funny. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have he any He gets lines. put into funny positions. You know, like taking off Will Ferrell's roller skate and then massaging his foot. Stuff like that, I just think is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it's, very, it's a little part anyway, and it's not really a big deal. It's a, not a little part. He's like his best friend, and he's kind of his manager guy, and so it's a. There's not some. There's not huge scenes with no. him in it. He's always like, it's a quick thing here and a quick thing yeah. there, in it. So if you like him, I guess you'll like him. But then there's Will Arnett, seems to be a regular in the yeah. in these Madcap movies, and he's. I don't find him that funny either, but you uh, like him. He was. I don't. He's what? like a basketball announcer, and when he sits on the side... What was funny about this one is he was a alcoholic, well... Drinking and dr- smoking while he was commenting. Drinking and smoking comment. while he was commentating. And what I found really funny was he would inhale his cigarette and then never exhale it, just drink the whiskey like... Like, smoke. Like it was just, letting it absor- absorb into it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't find him that funny. I'm, he's I'm, one of them ad-libber types, though, again, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just... You know, he's hit or miss. He was he was uh, in Blade to Glory. Also, he was the skater guy. Yeah, the buddy. Yeah, kind of with his wife. Yeah. Um, and you say? Did you say his wife was in? I think that was her. Given Woody Harrelson crap in that deleted scene, she looked a bit. You've got IMDb right in front of you. What's she called? I don't know. Arnett. (laughs) There's no. There's no. There's no female Arnett in this list. So unless she goes by a. That was in one of the deleted scenes, she is on the sidelines, and she's she's like a scrubber kind of lady, and she's screaming and yelling at Woody Harrelson as he plays and saying really foul things to him, and uh, it gets cut, obviously. It's in the deleted yeah, scenes. Yeah, I but. don't actually think that's her, though. But, yeah, he does have a wife who's also a comedy... Uh, she's from Saturday Night Live. Um, oh, right, right. Then there is Matt Walsh's father, Pat. Not somebody I actually know. No, me know. either, but I really liked him. I thought he did a good job. He's pretty famous. Like, they were going on as, yeah. oh, yeah, he was. he's a Comedy Central guy again, Yeah, right? but he did a good job. He was the referee, and he's a, he's a priest, so he has, like, his priest garb underneath his referee thing. 
And at one point, Will Ferrell and him get in an argument, and Will Ferrell says something about his mother. He's going to kill the priest's family guy, whatever thing. And then he says, I swear, my my mother went to heaven. And the priest guy says, maybe your mother didn't go to heaven. And it was like one of those moments where you're like, oh. (laughs) But he did a good job. I liked it. He was pretty inappropriate. not well, always inappropriate. Just that it was like he pushed him to the brink, and that was the worst thing he could think to say. Well, for a, for a vic, for a, a priest, you <laughs> you said, "Fuck off, Jackie Moon." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize until you that, just said that. That was when uh, he did. He said, he "Are you losing weight?" Yeah, no, because yeah. oh yeah, he, all he said was, "Are you losing weight?" Because he had a big belly. And he, he said, like, "Fuck <laughs> off, Jackie Moon." <laughs> so we've got um, Jackie Earl Haley. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who played the guy who won the ten thousand dollars. He's from, oh yeah, yeah, he was the, the skinny kid. hippie guy. Yeah, he was the kid from Bad News Bears, the original. Sad, so didn't recognize that guy. And whatsoever. he's just hard. He looks hardcore, man. Like he's lived a hard life. He's, he's, but it, it was funny. He in the beginning they have like this contest where you throw the the ball and you could win ten thousand dollars. It was like a trying to be a promoting for this crappy little team, and of course that they don't think he can do it. And he's like a hippie dude and totally wasted and. I just think that it will, as soon as you see him, if you're if you were alive in the seventies and you've seen the Bad News Bears and a couple a lot of other TV shows and stuff that he was on, you know, like guest spots on stuff, you'll be like, no way, who's that guy? Who's that guy? See, well, that's him. I didn't. I never saw that, so he didn't. You never saw the original Bad News Bears? I saw the one with. Um, yeah, but not the original. Billy Bob. No, 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 no. Oh, the, the movie, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess I did. Yeah, that's never, him. Did. He was the cool kid who rode the bike. and the... Was there a TV show of the Bad News Bears? Yeah, but I don't think the original people were in it. See, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking he was in the TV show, but I'd never seen it. Okay, so moving on, we've got David... I can never say this guy's name. Co- Koshner? Koshner? Which one? David Koshner is the commissioner. He's the no. guy from Anchorman. Oh, you like him a lot. Yeah. I'm not that fond of him. Why is he in Anchorman? He's the... I always forget. Like, I'm gonna eat your meat butt sandwich or whatever. He's I'm gonna barbecue that ass. That's yeah, the guy. That guy. <laughs> He's funny. Um, I don't. In this, he wasn't particularly. But well, he wasn't trying to be. He no, was, he was he, a straight man. But guy. he was just in it like a token part of the gang, I think. But uh, champ kind. Champ kind. That was him. Champ kind. Sports. He was that guy. But yeah, he's good and he's a staple for Will Ferrell movies. Mm. Uh, and then last, well, not last. We've got a big cast there, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, Mara Tierney, or yeah. Tierney, as she played, Lynn. Yeah. She's the lady. The, I don't like her. She was from Liar Liar and from News Radio, the TV show. See, I show. didn't recognize her at all either. That's her. She was the with uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Yeah, she yeah, now, now I recognize her. And she's from News Radio, you know, with... Uh, Andy Dick. Oh, yeah, he wasn't the I always think of News Radio as Andy Dick show. Um, I like her. I like her, personally. She did... She was good, but again, the character and that whole little sub love story was, Not in my opinion, to, she didn't have a lot to do, did she? But no, but I like how she was about it. She wasn't comedy at all. She was just the normal. She you got, know, what she reminded me of Karen Allen in Animal House because Karen Allen in that movie was like the straight girlfriend person of this madcap guy from Animal House. You know, but she was the kind of grounded. She would say funny things, but she wasn't like comedy. You have to see it, but I thought she did. Fine she job. got to love me sexy in this. What? She got to do some love me. Oh sexy. yeah, a little bit of sexing. Um. So moving on, we've got Andrew Daly as Dick Pepperfield. Now he was really good. Yes, that was my favorite now, character in the movie. He's the other announcer, not the drunk one. He's the very straight, he's a straight announcer, like um, like the nerdiest it's kind Howard of like Alan Cosell. Partridge a little bit, maybe. Um. No, I don't think so. Maybe not as awkward as that. Not awkward at all. It was... Professional. Like, everything that was said that was off-color. If someone had made a sexual comment or a drinking comment... He tries or to drink, rein it back in. Yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> dear. Oh, my. This is... Uh, you know, and he's really good. I mean, I thought he was one of my... Because he was peppered through the whole movie peppered. pretty consistent. <laughs> <laughs> peppered. And we have a, a local uh, man. Not local, local, but in the nearby Banana town. Man. <laughs> no. God, that's so rude. Anyway, and he it just is. plays a small town, smallish town, uh, TV com- news sports commentator guy, and I thought he was really good. And he's an improv comedian. I, we learned, mm, so right? I've and never seen extra- him before. No, me either. Uh, D. Ray Davis is BB Ellis. That one, I don't know who's BB. Ellis. I have absolutely. You put it on there. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. 
<laughs> well, move on to the next one. Yeah. That's Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. She didn't do anything. She just... We can't say. She oh, was just in it. She was in it. We can't say what she was. No, we can't, but yeah, it's interesting that... D-Ray Davis is this guy. Which guy? Oh, right. He played uh, yeah, a basketball player. He's one of the basketball players. One one of the team, basically. Yeah. Right? The San Bad Bro team. So, um... There's a lot of people in this movie. It's a lot of bit parts, though, isn't it? A lot. Yeah, a lot Will of Fer- people. Will Ferrell's in every scene, near enough. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson's in most of the scenes, but yeah, everybody else is peripheral. Everybody's. And the whole team of people was good. I don't know who they all were. We didn't list them all, but the whole no. team of. And the, a lot of them were extras and um, basketball people. Yeah, and we didn't mention that the team, right? The Tropics. Uh-huh. They're in Flint, Michigan, which is funny because it's not tropical Snowy. there at all. And in the movie, you don't get this. Because it's in deleted scenes. But that, this guy, Jackie Moon, bought the team in Florida and moved them to Flint, Michigan, but they kept but the kept tropical all the palm tree <laughs> right. The, the mascot, mascot is palm a palm tree, and it's so <laughs> funny. It's like this glittery palm tree, and he can barely move around. And he's <laughs> it's like the funniest thing. I love that. So that's a funny part of it, too, that the team is the tropics, but they are in a cold place. And it's a fun thing to have. There's as a, a lot fan. of funny. No, so a lot of this. A lot of all these details come from something... Well, the director, who is Kent Alterman. Mm. He's a first-time director, actually. He's produced a lot of stuff. I looked him up, but this was his first movie. He... There's a story to tell about him, isn't there? Why he ended up it's directing... It's in the extras. Yeah, and why he ended up directing this movie, though. One of the things was Will Ferrell seemed to... What do, what do they call it? Endorse somebody. Yeah, well, he just said that. I think it's just what it is. I think saying. that's what happens in the film business, right? They endorse people. Like I don't if, think, if Will Ferrell says, "I, don't think I that's want," technically, what it's called, they just say, "Hey, this guy's that's good." What he said, and I know that's what he said, but I don't think that's the word for it. I think he just said it. He endorsed me, but that's not what he meant. You know what? I think that I think you might I actually think be wrong is. there. I'm not I, think, wrong. I think I think that that actually happens in the film industry. Like, I mean, if, that word means that, but that's not what it's called. Like, no, I actually they think they bring it them is. on board. If, if, they if, recommend them, but they don't necessarily endorse them. But that's the reason he probably got to direct the movie. Like they'll pay attention to Will Ferrell because mm-hmm. he's the star of the show, right? So, but anyway, the the what I'm trying to explain is the story behind him getting to make this movie is not only that, the fact that he was heavily involved as not he was as a, a fan. fan. He yeah. was a fan of the ABA in the back in the seventies, and he became. A famous fan, kind of like somebody you associate with a local famous. So when fan. so when you go to a, ma- uh, a game and there's the guy who's always dressed as a crocodile or whatever, and everybody goes, "Oh yeah, the crocodile guy." He became the kid, right? Like because he was loud and obnoxious. He said, "Like a kid who everybody knew," and he was kind of like not a mascot for the team, but a mascot yeah. for the fans almost. Yeah, exactly. So um, that was like a full circle. He was a fan of it, and now he's making a movie about it. And he appears in the movie in a little. He doesn't appear in live. No, just a picture of him from when he was a kid. But it is pretty... You can tell that this director loves this material. Oh, totally. Yeah, And that really comes through in the movie, I think, too. Because the movie doesn't feel half-assed to me. Like, some of them do. But it felt detailed, even though it was stupid. Maybe that's why Blades of Glory kind of fell apart a little bit. Because nobody was really into it. Yeah, it it seemed like a money cow thing. It did. And it, it was funny in parts, but... This one seemed more authentic. I, just, I don't Genuine. know. I think it was just like a like the time period. It's that thing you can't explain when you really like a movie. It's intangibles. And it's actually a well, a good, well-made movie um, for what it is. The love story thing does sort of bother it, me. It doesn't really. It didn't fit. work, did it? Though? It doesn't make sense. Necess- it makes sense, but it doesn't it, necessarily. It was all. It was. It seemed that that whole thing was just to get that one joke out. Well, I think it was to soften up the Woody Harrelson character to give him to get take him from being hard nosed and give but him a reason to be he's there. He's not that soft. Stealing somebody's woman, right? It's not not that soft. Yeah, like I didn't care. So no, he didn't. But still, it just still makes. I'm just like saying. I don't think it doesn't it doesn't fit a hundred percent. So no, I don't think it's great movie it's film. It's not a great. I story. think it's well made, as in it's really detailed. It looks perfect, like every, the costumes, the sets, um, the hair. It's edited well because it does keep flowing and it's funny. It, it, there is no slow parts of it. There's it's, some cool shots like the up from the Will Ferrell crotch area when he's making yeah. a granny shot. That was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> and it, you know, it's, it's attention to detail, I think, is the key. Yeah. Some don't have it, do they? And this one kind of did. 
Um, so this director, you know, be interesting to see if he makes something else. Totally. Um, DVD extras. Moving on to this is the Blu-ray. Um, this this can only make you laugh. Sweaty box. The uh, let's get sweaty two disc edition. And it's actually sweaty when you get it. Yeah, it actually comes with some of Will Ferrell's sweat. Smells like a gymnasium nice. gym in the back of a high school locker room. Um, it comes with a, a two discs. Uh, and what do you think is printed on the discs? Mm. Shapes of basketballs. Basketballs. Yeah, they look pretty cool. It's a uh, so the, this there's a second disc that contains all the features. The movie's just on this one, and this is the Blu-ray version. And I must say, it looked really good. It was so yeah, it looked colorful, really good. High, sharp. You know, it was a good. It looked a hell of a lot better than the movie that we saw the other day that we're going to talk about at the theater. Yeah, it did. I, I mean, mean, I was actually in brilliant. the theater, the, at the big theater, thinking, our, our home theater looks so much better. Quality of picture. You can definitely achieve better in your house. Yes, and we, totally. We, yeah, we noticed that this week. We'll, we'll mention that later. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on to special features. It includes both the original theatrical and the unrated version of the film. Now, I didn't see a choice for that. Did yeah, we? You, you picked the unrated. You picked the front one. The one, the card behind it on the menu was the theatrical. Oh, was it? I didn't notice. I didn't even notice. So we watched. Yeah. So we watched the unrated version. I guess it didn't say unrated, but um, it said something. It was like the little the menu was cool. It was like basketball trading cards all and flipped up there with yeah. all the different people. And the front one was something, and the back one was theatrical. And you picked the front one. I guess we watched the unrated one then. Um, <laughs> well, that's interesting. But I, I imagine we did. There was nothing. F- there's a lot of foul language, I guess. Yeah. Does that matter? I feel like cocksucker and motherfucker. And, oh. and, and more, and more, <laughs> I just pushed us over the top of explicit there, didn't and I? Most, I didn't mean to, but... And more things than that. There's some... There's some. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's both versions of the film. And then there's deleted slash alternate scenes, which were kind of interesting, especially I like the title sequence. The, the opening... That, the yeah. one that they didn't use, I actually like better because it had more of Dick Pepperfield. Though, yeah, <laughs> you know, I preferred that one. Um, but yeah, there's a few deleted scenes. None of them are. You're not going to be like, wow, that was nah. Uh, but the, there was an alternate opening, which is actually really good because it's done in the style of a, yeah, exactly an old sports show. Um, yeah, like a ABC Sports Afternoon. Yeah, show, something yeah. like that, and it was pretty cool. And then there's the improv section, which is just. Will Ferrell doing 500 takes of the same thing exactly. but differently. Every single one's different. So if you find... Um, there was some other improv, weren't there? Arnett. From, yeah. Just, you know, on the usual stuff. Saying crazy shit 500 times different ways and then I guess the director then has a bunch of choices to pick from. Then there's the uh, Love Me Sexy, the story behind the one-hit wonder, which was in, quite in detail. It was. That. So let's explain. You heard a little bit of "Love Me Sexy" at the beginning of the show. We'll play Love it. Love we'll me sexy. Suck me it's sexy. the song in the movie that Will Ferrell's we'll character has has had as a one-hit wonder, which made him all the money to buy this team and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this extra is how that became a real song. It, they used uh, what was his name? I forget. A big producer. Yeah, yeah, and. A producer who was from that time as well. Uh, it produced music in that time period, so it kind of stuck, like seventies um, right. soul. Um, so yeah, there's quite a big story behind the making, and it was interesting. It was yeah. a good, good extra because um, the song is funny. You can't help laugh when it comes on. Yeah, and like he said, he he hit it right on the head because if you're just listening to the song on the radio, but you weren't paying attention to the words, it just sounds like a normal like, song. And like you know it. But one of the lines is. <laughs> Take off your shoes and suck me sexy. Yeah. Now that, you know, and that's like constant. Lick me sexy. You know, like, <laughs> let's get sweaty. Let's fill the bathtub full of sweat. You know, that it's yeah. just really funny. So then there's the um, recreating the American Basketball Association. That was really good. Which was a detailed about the ABA with players from the ABA People who were involved in the ABA. Who played extras in the movies. So. Talking head kind of feature act, but Yeah, but um, really good, because we were both like... And the guy I said no it. Idea. One of the guys from the ABA, you know, who's now in his 50s now, probably, maybe 60, I don't know, said it exactly. This is going to make people go out there on their computers and look this up and look up the history of all this, which is true. Which is a will, good thing. Yeah, because you'll think, oh, I didn't know that existed. If you're a basketball fan and you never heard of it, you might be fascinated by the whole history of it. Because there's a... Mo- like, he was... Saying a lot of the players of today wouldn't have been 
these guys who played in this kind of were the forefathers of the whole thing. Like they mm-hmm. they invented some of the moves, the dunks, the and slam stuff. dunk, yeah. and the yeah. So there's then there's the this is quite a good one because it was probably about thirty minutes long. The four days in Flint featurette, yeah, that was which good. was a fly on the wall. The title pretty much says it all. Fly on the wall, making of why? Why only four days? That's how long they shot there, probably. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that that was interesting because it did have a bit of everything, like, um, and I must mention that all these extras were all in high definition too. There was none that wasn't. Everything except that last bit with the TV, two little bits. That um, was supposed to be. Yeah. Now that was the funny thing. Funny it was thing. It's not widescreen though; it was smashed out, so it wasn't. Nor it Which wasn't. Bit were we talking about? The last bit where it was like uh, Pepperfield interviewing What's-His-Face on oh, two yeah, different yeah. things. That wasn't supposed to be no. smashed out. It was out of aspect ratio. So the, it should have been 4 by 3 because it was made to look like it fit on TV. It was made TV. for television. Yeah. It was MTV's um, promotion, some of their promotional stuff. Um, so we, yeah, they're all, all the extras were in high definition except that one. And they look really good, as good as the movie did. Yeah, exactly. Um, then there's the... Man Behind Semi-Pro, which was the... Director ec- talking a lot about Yeah, and how he came to do it. And then not just the director talking, the people involved in the project talking about him as well. Yeah. It was pretty cool. There was a couple of funny things with Will Ferrell, like having a bit of a joke with him on yeah. the set. Uh, then there's the Love Me Sexy music video. And like I said, I will... At the end of this podcast, if you want to hear Love Me Sexy, I'll play it in its entirety at the end. Really? Yes. How nice uh, of you. And then there's the Flint Tropics Hot Talk with Dick Pepperfield, which were really funny, two of those. They're made to look like they were from the 70s. Like That's on what v- I was just talking about. I know, but they were on VHS tape. Ah, uh, right, yes. They Thank were made you. to look... Like, they were from the 70s. They're on VHS tape. They look terrible. Yeah. But that's the point. Like So one of them's an interview with... Dick Pepperfield interviewing <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> I can never get his name up. Will Ferrell and a couple of cheerleaders. It's kind of funny. And then one of him interviewing Will Ferrell about pancakes and camels. Yeah. <laughs> Which might, well, doesn't make sense when you say it, but it does. Yeah, it will when you see it. Then there's some trailers. And then there's the exclusive to Blu-ray Super Agility Trainer Interactive Game. But you were highly more impressed with than me. No, I thought it was brilliant because it was appropriate to the movie because they did play this game at some point. Correct. In the movie. Not this game. But anyway, it's a version of Pong. With one paddle. And it plays perfect. It's a basketball Pong. Basketball Pong. Well, you would know if there was ever a game like that, right? Yeah, was there, there was. a basketball Pong? Yeah, well, when you bought Pong in, this, in the 70s, then there was a Pong Deluxe. And the Pong Deluxe had a switch on it. You could switch it between Pong, basketball, or football. Oh, there you go. And all it did was change the number of bats and change... And they didn't make it fancy. It looks exactly like Pong with the pixels and, and the edges. And it works exactly like Pong. I, we um, watch Blu-ray discs on the PlayStation 3, so we use the controller. So using the controller is just like playing a game. You know, you just if you're doing it on a remote... And his high score was 66. So if you can beat it... Yeah, I, I think 66 was pretty good for a first attempt. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I don't know. I got like three... There were like four other zeros it on It starts going faster, doesn't it? Every so often it, it yeah. loads and it goes faster and faster. But once you die, that's it. What kind of crappy game is that? Do you know, I actually think there that, just out of interest, that we actually watched the theatrical version of the movie because <laughs> at the beginning of the movie when it comes up, uh, this movie is rated... I was said R, because I remember specifically, yeah. this movie is rated R for language and sexual content. Now, the unrated version is the unrated, so I think we watched the theatrical cut. Uh-oh. Let's go so, do it again. So we can't tell you what about What could the, they add, though, that would be not... That's wrong. Well, it's only... By the looks of it... I know what you're going to do. You can go downstairs and pop it in and look at the menu and see which one you pick. It's three minutes longer. Right. So it, probably a few more F-words. Probably. Um, but overall, now we're at the end of the uh, yeah. extras. Overall, I uh, really liked Very it. Enjoyable. I, I thought it was fun. I like Will Ferrell anyway. I might be biased. Um, when I watched, now, here's the idea. Here's something for you to ponder. What if Paul Thomas Anderson made a movie with Will Ferrell? That'd probably be and cool. Kevin Smith. He made one with Adam Sandler, <laughs> and that worked. Your head might explode. Right. So um, 
One thing I want to mention here is that the extras on this disc actually made the movie better as well. I agree. It was one of them. Like, because I agree. when I watched the movie, I had no idea about the real ABA or anything like that, because I'm not a sports And fan. they're not taking the piss out of it. They're not making fun of it. It's like an no, homage they're to... they're imagining it and adding a bit of comedy in there. Yeah. Well, adding a lot of comedy in there. But it, they actually um, give it a lot of integrity, I think. You know, that these this really happened and these guys all pretty much lost their job unless they got handpicked to go on and so... And it was uh, enjoyable, funny. Uh, I'd rec- highly I recommend. I laughed it. a lot, yes. and I like the extras. Sometimes when we're watching extras, I'm like, uh, whatever, let's get on with it. No, they get, were interesting. You All know, of there's them. a roast cooking, so tonight, so that makes me. I would be concentrating on that because it's in the crock pot, and who knows what it's doing. But I wasn't. I was actually enjoying it, so that's a good measure for me. So I say this this week it's a must see. As I say, I think so. I do. It's if you, fun. If you if want to laugh, have a fun movie. Not, yeah. If you want to laugh, and if you like basketball, you'll love it because there's some good basketball. Oh, yeah, there's some good basketball. Um, so, moving on. Oh, thanks to New Line for sending us the Blu-ray disc over. Um, moving on to the contest, which is now finished. We'll have a new one next week, so I will notify the winners this week, and that was for the Savages. Um, I, I put games on the list here. What we've been playing. Just want you haven't been playing anything, right? No. I finished Grand Theft Auto. Whoa. I finished the story on Saturday afternoon. The story... Don't say anything. The story can go two different ways. I went one of those ways. I really enjoyed it. The story held up all the way through, I thought. Um, and now I've got about... I've just got the jumps to do, the stunt jumps. And then you start all over. And yeah, and try and get the achievement for completing it in under 30 hours. Because this time it took me 90 hours. <laughs> so I think I got my money's worth. Yeah. I think I might actually come back to it and do the other playthrough in several months' time. Yeah, I think so. Because I think that'll be better. Give yourself some distance. Because I have really been steeped in it. Um, I haven't really. Rock Band? You brought your Rock Band stuff. Yeah, I've been playing some. uh, I've been. Rock Band came out in the UK uh, this week. And I'd completely kind of forgot about Rock Band. Hmm, I wonder why. Well, it'd been out a long time. I mean, November last year was when it came out here. So I'd not been playing it. And I saw one of my friends playing it who's from England. So I thought I'd pick it up and have a go on the drums. So I've lost, I've totally lost my drumming prowess. But it's fun to try it again. And uh, I did get a little bit better playing last night. So uh, yeah, Rock Band, it's uh, expensive but fun. I haven't been playing a game, but I've been enjoying the new home theater PC and the big TV upstairs. Which? Is on the list? Yes. Okay. So that's what we've been playing. And then it says other stuff, which... Is this. Okay, so... Bringing the big TV upstairs. Okay, so now we've built our home theatre downstairs. It's not completely finished. Got some more wiring to do in the ceiling. But Curtains. And curtains. But we we did have a big TV downstairs. A 51-inch Sony rear projection. That was just sat down there not doing anything. So we decided to bring it upstairs this week. That was fun. It wasn't bad. We had a friend help. That was the only possible way in hell we could ever have done it. I don't I must, yeah, there's no I way. I actually think there was, I don't believe necessarily in higher power, but I think there was some hand of God coming down on that because the two of you dragging that upstairs was like, I was, was looking at, he had like an appliance dolly and put the corner of the TV on there and I swear to God it was that not it was on only by anything, had, was it? Like a less than a quarter of an inch of the TV was actually being, was on the edge of the dolly and you two just sort of like plowed ahead, and it was like up some stairs outside on our deck because we had to go out the if garage. You, if you see our deck stairs, you would, there's no <laughs> way you would think you get a TV up them. It's so steep. Uh, no, they're normal. Uh, they're, no, they're normal. It's just the idea that we had to take it outside the garage, out onto the driveway, up the deck stairs, through the sliding glass door, and you guys were like busting a gut. And I, I mean, I, I helped. Because I think if they had net us underneath it, but it was quite an adventure. And I had yeah. all the weight of it on my chest at one point, you I did. remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was underneath it thinking... I wish somebody had taken some video. I, I should have been out there with my camera, taking pictures. So yeah, we got that upstairs, and we um, got it all plugged in, and I built a... Well, I didn't build a new PC, but I... Put together. Added a couple things. Yeah, and loaded Windows Vista on this new PC. Um, so it's a Vista Media Center PC, and it works just fine. It Flawless. records TV, it plays TV, it plays any files we've got from elsewhere. We should talk about the two guys. We had uh, 
we called the service people because my service agreement's about to run out. And we needed to make sure we didn't knock anything out of alignment. <laughs> so I had the service guys come. And it was kind of like a Laurel and Hardy thing, a bit. One dude was sort of rotund, and the other dude was really skinny. The skinny guy was the one who basically... These are television engineers, right? Yeah. Tucked in there to start doing all the work. And the, the bigger, rounder guy sort of sat on the couch. And I thought, well, maybe he's they lurk in tandem. You know, he'll say, you need to move that. You need to do that. You need to adjust that. And he did nothing except talk to us. I think, I think he was just moral support. Right? You think? Yeah, because the other guy wasn't very chatty. No, no, no. He was real intense. <laughs> He'd get like two inches from the TV like this, like really, really close. And like looking at the little X's and stuff. He was aligning the uh, <laughs> yeah. color guns. But the other guy was telling us different, a couple of conspiracy things, I think. And a couple of things about the economy and the price of gas. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of funny. So, it was really funny. So at least now in our living room upstairs, we've yeah. got a decent TV and and facility to watch anything we want. Yeah. So we've got a, a cinema, essentially, and a decent TV. Uh, we've also went to the cinema this week. Yeah. Because it was our nephew's... Fifth graduation. grade graduation fifth, from yeah from elementary school. Fifth grade graduation. So And he's in Indiana Jones, not at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take him to see Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Is it Skulls or is it Skull? Skull, I think. There's only one. Yes. Well. Well. Hmm. Um, so we started, <laughs> We're not we doing took, a full review or anything. We took him to see that, and after the fact that we... Well, if you listen to our podcast, you realize we reviewed the three movies a couple of weeks ago, and... What did you think? I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I highly recommend, if you haven't seen the fourth one, watch the first three again. Yeah, definitely. Refresh your mind. Because then you'll understand how it works in yeah. the scheme of things. Otherwise, it's just kind of... I have a feeling in a few months we'll be reviewing that one anyway, so we shouldn't go into depth about it, but... No, we weren't, we're not going to, but um, I recommend it. If you want to go to the yeah, cinema in the summer, it's go It's fun. That everybody who's in it is good. Don't be critical and just get all... You know, don't be an asshole and just sit there and criticize everything, because... There are things to criticize. There are, but you know what? There are things to Fair criticize in all of them. We all put blinders on because it's George Lucas and it's fun and it's charming. And well, no. They're we, not great movies. We did criticize them. We did. Especially the, the second one. Um, but it's fun and it... But this one's fun to say. I don't know what was the um, 11-year-old's uh, verdict. He didn't really have one, did he? He's a cool. He's cool. I haven't talked to him about it since. It probably... Well, when he comes to visit on Tuesday, we'll probably... Yeah, we went straight from there to go buy him Spider-Man 3 for his Xbox 360 and a new controller with a battery thing, and he had an Indiana Jones hat. I think that was his best day. And he got his award for uh, excellent academic achievement, so he has a little pin on from his graduation, so it was a good day. Um, So, yeah, the Indiana Jones is definitely worth a see this summer. Yeah. Um... And if you just go in there with a negative attitude, you're not going to like it. You're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing on my list here is Flight of the Concords, which has made a big impression Ooh, on me. Yes, um, it has. It's a HBO show that everybody's already seen because it was out last year. But I am got the DVD and watched the... Well, I've not watched the whole season yet, but I've got the whole season. Um, you love it. You haven't seen it yet. I have not. But you've heard... I also got the album. Because the... <laughs> Okay, let's explain what the Flight of the Concords is. It's two guys from New Zealand. They're a band, like a folk band. Um, and they come to New York City in the show to not essentially, not to make it big, just to do the band in New York, yeah? They're not, they're not trying to be. And they come <laughs> to perform in New York City and live in New York City and it's their adventures. And it's kind of offbeat. If you've seen Eagle vs. Shark, which is a New Zealand Which we've movie. reviewed. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the guy from Eagle vs. Yeah, Shark. Yeah, and it's got that flavor. Yeah, um, it's flavor. really dry. It really appeals to me because it's like, it's like British comedy. It's similar. It's not American-style comedy, if that's what, what I'm trying to say. No, because I don't know what you mean, but... It's not like Friends or a, or a sitcom. Do you think that? Um, do you, well, we won't get into it. But that doesn't symbol. That isn't. That isn't American comedy. Or Happy Days or whatever. It's you really think. disheartening. What's American comedy? Everything is American comedy. Yeah, all right then. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm talking about TV shows, sitcoms. What can I think of as American comedy? I can think of Frasier, Friends, Mash. Mash is not like Happy Friends. Days. Do not even come close to putting no, that in I'm, the same category. I'm listing. I know, but you're saying, no way, no way. MASH is more what I think of as good 
TV, comedy TV, not Friends. Cheers. Not Frasier. Cheers uh, is good. Veronica's Closet. Um, <laughs> it's really sad that you think those symbolize no, I'm just American comedy. I'm not saying they symbolize. I'm listing American comedies, yeah? Mm. And they, these are American comedies, right? So what I'm saying is this... It's well, not like that. Fire the Concourse. It's nothing like American comedies. Maybe The Office, but yeah, the, office. the Office is not really it's an American British. comedy, is it? So, um, It's a transplant. It's really funny. It's the adventures of Jermaine and Brett, the two folk singers who just have a really boring, normal, everyday life, really, apart from the band. They have a manager who is also the consort for New Zealand, who, who works in a strange little office, because <laughs> New Zealand, they make it out as New Zealand is such a small and unimportant place that the consort is just this one guy in a wooden... Right. In the 70s-looking office with wooden panels on the walls. <laughs> but it's uh, not set in the 70s, you said? No, it's today, because they drive SUVs and stuff, so no 70s going on. Um, but yeah, if it's um, actually real. It's it's uh, eighteen ninety nine on DVD the whole season as well. So wow, that's definitely worth grabbing. And HBO um, stuff is normally expensive because that, that's the reason I've never bought The Sopranos because they're a hundred dollars each. If you didn't bother to watch it and you have HBO, you can probably get it on HBO on demand. Yeah, you can. It's on there now. So um, I totally recommend. That's that. not a commercial for HBO. I'm just saying. <laughs> Why did I? Um, Oh, that's why. Uh, HBO had a free weekend. Right. They had a free weekend last weekend. And I just had it switched on most of the day. And I saw one episode of it, but not the whole thing, just some of it. And I was thinking, well, this seems interesting. So I got the DVD and then Watch decided that I've not seen anything as funny as this for ages. It's really good. And then got the album as well. So I recommend all of that. <laughs> uh, so anything It's else? not like semi-pro. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's totally the opposite to that. Do we even say the name of the movie? I don't think we have. It's semi Yeah, at the beginning. <laughs> the, se- the semi-pro, two-disc, sweaty... <laughs> right, semi-pro. Edition. So, uh, have you anything else on the uh, list of things? Don't think so. I'm about to make a new podcast, so uh, be looking out for that. Sid Talk. It's on Zoom and on iTunes. And on my site, SidTalk.com. And uh, talking of websites, ascully.com... Uh, you can also get this podcast <laughs> on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, our RSS feed on the page. Oh. I'll listen to it straight off the page. RSS feed. You can email us at com or sidtalk at sidtalk.com. And I think that just about wraps it up. I think so. Definitely go and see Indiana Jones. Yes. If, you, if you're a fan and if you're not a fan and you just want a good night out of the movies, I guess. Yeah, and if you're not, yeah, yeah. Because it's... It's old-fashioned, like... If you think it's cool to go see it and then pick it apart just because you can be all puffed up and think you're the only one that notices the flaws, then you're full of crap. Because it is completely hokey and completely crazy. (laughs) More crazy than the other ones were. And we're not saying that to knock it. It is part of it. Yeah, I just just went into it and went, okay, I'm going on a ride with old Indiana Jones. Because he is old. (laughs) I kept calling him Grandpa Jones. He is Grandpa Grandpa Jones. Jones. I'm going on a ride with him. It's going to be crazy. Because that's what these movies are. They're crazy. Like, it's not it's not um, intellectual. Yeah, and I didn't look up anything before, so I didn't know anything no, about I didn't the story imagine. whatsoever. I didn't know nothing no, about so it. that was the good thing. So, and we won't tell you about no, it. No, no. But, you know, the title... There is a crystal skull. <laughs> but uh, that's... It's worth seeing, and Semi-Pro is worth seeing. Go and see them both. Or go to the... Yeah. Go to the video Go store. see Indiana Jones, and then <laughs> go rent Semi-Pro. Or buy, buy it. it. Yeah, so uh, there you go. That's um, after the show number 19. Woo! Moving on to number 20. 20, we have to do something special. So should we sing at the beginning of the next week? Sing the intro. No. I might. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just want to say, uh, stay classy is actually appropriate this week. Yeah. Right? So, um, uh, so I want to say, uh, <laughs> stay classy, sweaty balls. Nice, and I want to say, sweaty you balls. know that's what I'm going to say. Balls. Think for yourself, people, because if you don't do it, somebody else will do it for you over and over and over again. Come on, girl. Yeah, it's me, Jackie Murphy. Give me that look. That's right. Let's get sweaty. Let's get real sweaty. Talking rainforest sweaty. 
Sexy. 